Hey, so glad you're here. We're in a series called uh, Jesus Changes Everything, and we haven't told you this, but, but I'll tell you now, uh, you are getting the same lessons that the kids are getting going to get next week at VBS. We did the same lessons, and not that we think you're kids, but some of you are. But anyway, so uh, you're getting the exact same lessons, what we have taught you for the last several weeks that you're going to be getting, at v the kids are going to be getting at VBS. Uh, theirs is called Twists and Turns. We called this Jesus Changes Everything. And super excited about the series, uh, just where we're at. We're in week four of this. And here is... Uh, just all transparency about some fears that I have. I have this fear that, uh, and I, I share it every now and then, uh, that uh, we'll have a Sunday and nobody will be here. I just have this. Just I think it's a, I think it's a general pastor's fear that this will be like last week. It was pouring down rain. How many of you are here when it was just absolute? I mean, it was just I was like, oh my gosh, nobody's coming today, and uh, just have that fear. And so I have this fear every now and then. I'm just telling you, don't think less of me or more of me. It just is what it is. And uh, we, ha I go to recovery ministry for it, and it's all good. So. <clears throat> so I had that one that nobody's going to come. And then I had the second fear. The second fear is that I'm going to preach a sermon that is so hard, that is so in your face that nobody's coming back. And that's why I have fear number one. And today is that day. It's Father's Day, has nothing to do. Sometimes I feel like we, we, we kick fathers in the teeth. Mother's Day, we talk about how great moms are, and fathers are like, come on, get it together. What's wrong with y'all? This has nothing to do with dads. This is just the series that we're in. Jesus changes everything. And the message today is, is about Jesus being worth it, about Jesus being worth it. And we are always in this, uh, in this part of our life where we are determining worth. We are determining worth. We're thinking in our minds, is this worth it? And what we do, what we buy, where we go, uh, e even uh, if you want to know something about me, I hate waiting in line to eat. I hate waiting in line to eat. There is nowhere that I want to eat that I have to wait in line an hour. Some people are like, yeah, I'm waiting. I do it because my family likes it. But the truth is, I would rather not. Not. I just would rather not. Now that's just me and I'll go and I don't make, I don't sit there and make a fuss about it, but it just, my wife knows internally, I would just rather not go anywhere to wait in line to eat, but sometimes you have to do. And so we're, we're, we're constantly determining. So I'm going to play a game and we're all going to play. All right. We're going to play a game because this is a kid's lesson. That's why we're playing a game. Remember, remember? All right. We're going to play a game and uh, it's a, it, nobody's judging anybody. Nobody's judging anybody. You get to believe whatever you want to believe. You don't have to justify it at all. You don't have to justify anything. So I'm going to give you some things, and if something's worth it, you do like this. All right, let's practice. All right, if it's not worth it, you do like that. All right, so here we go. Everybody, everybody, got, everybody got it. All right, here we go. It's called worth the price, worth the price. A zero-turn lawnmower. Man, I'd buy a hundred of them. I'm telling you, I bought one when I was 50, and I, have, I, I would buy I would buy a hundred of them. Uh, anyway, we're gonna have to go there. All right, a green egg. All right, we got got some people up and down. Okay, okay. All right, a four-wheel drive truck. It's only worth it, and you need it. And if you ever need it, it's worth it. I'm just telling you. All right, an in-ground swimming pool. Goodmans. A smartwatch. I have one, so. All right, how about this one? Smart water. Is anybody, oh, we got some people drinking. <laughs> Hold it high if you drink that, man. I'm proud of you. Proud of you for raising your hand. Look, we don't judge anybody here. 
I drink the dumb water. You know what I'm talking about? Also known as tap water. A vegetable garden. We got some, look, I'm not against it. It was just for me. I just, I just want you, if you got some veggies, I'll take them. But anyway, so, all right. Raising your own chickens. All right, we'll do two more. A gym membership. Some people. <laughs> All right, last one, last one. All right, ready? Following Jesus. Okay, you got to raise it. You know, what are you going to do? Even if you're a guest today, you're like, oh, God, everybody else is doing it. <clears throat> today, we're going to look at Jesus being worth following. And the point of the message is, is that when I give my all, I find that Jesus is worth it all. When I give my all, I find that Jesus is worth it all. We're going to be talking about Jesus being worth following. And the truth is that we're, we're constantly um, evaluating whether that's true or not. With what we say, what we do, our time commitments, our resources, we, we are constantly evaluating that. And whether we truly believe that Jesus is worth it. And the point of the message today is when I give my all, I find that Jesus is worth it all. Now, all right, this is something I don't want you to raise your hand, okay? How many of you have ever played poker? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand because this is a church. All right, if you ever played poker, ever played poker, when you stack your chips up. Now, here's, here's the deal. These chips are your life. You stack your chips up, and these chips are your life. Just, just every, every, every illustration breaks down, but this is the way we're playing today. These chips are your life. And so, when you accept Christ, at some point in your life, what you do is you, you come to this point where, where you, you, you place your faith in Jesus Christ, you've heard about Jesus, something happens, you hear the gospel, uh, and, and you come to this point in your life, and you're like, I am going to follow Jesus Christ. I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. And so, for as much as you know, for as much as you know, because sometimes we come to Christ at an early age. And so as much, and sometimes we just don't know enough. Like when I accepted Christ, I didn't know a whole lot about it. I knew, I knew but as for as much as I knew, I went in. I went in. I went in. And this, in, in, in poker, this is, going, this is called going all in. You go all in. You think you've found a winning hand, and Jesus Christ is the winning hand, and so you go in. I'm going in. I'm going all in. And, and as much as you know, you may have a few chips over here that, that you don't know about, that you, you're not sure about, that nobody really told you that that, that, this, that that meant going all in. So you may have a couple that you don't know. But for as much as you know, you're going all in. I'm going all in. I'm following Jesus Christ. That I, did, I have determined that following Jesus is worth it. So I'm going all in. I'm going all in. And what happens over time well, what happens in our life is sometimes we'll come to the place where we're like, I'm not sure that this part of my life is worth going all in. So we'll start pulling some chips out. I'm not saying you're not saved, but you start pulling some chips out and maybe some chips that you never included. And I'll give you some examples like uh, just time, uh, our, our resources, uh, things like that. Uh, we, 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 may, we never may never put those chips in and we'll just kind of pull them over here. I'm following Jesus, but I've got these chips that, you know, and, and the Lord's constantly telling, hey, Ed, I want them all. I want them all. And the first thing I want you to see is that Jesus calls for my all. That Jesus calls for my all. 
And, and this has been a reoccurring theme uh, that I feel like I've been preaching on for, for the last uh, several months, not every week, but it just keeps coming up. And I started to think, why, why, why does this keep coming up? Because here's the thing, things are going great. We've had a great year. We've had a great year. Uh, just unbelievable year. The last several weeks have been awesome. Uh, just the spring since Easter have been really, really good. And here's the thing. We're in the middle of summer. Hear me on this middle of summer. We are 3% over budget, which never happens during the summer. Things are good. Now, I'm not telling you we don't need your money. That's not your heart. I'm not giving anymore. That's not what I'm saying. My whole point is that things are great. Why is this a recurring thing? And here's why. Because this is the call of when, when you follow Jesus Christ. It is for your all. It is for my all. And I'm going to run through some scriptures here. Jesus called out to them and said, follow me. And I will show you how to fish for people. And we had this, we had this message a few weeks ago. And they left their nets at once and followed him. That they left. They went all, they left their nets, went all in. They were fishermen. Left it. We're going in. We're going all in. That's what happened. And then we get this other scripture where Jesus is talking about what does it mean to follow? He calls to follow. Well, what does that look like? What does that mean? Then Jesus said to the disciples, if anybody wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. Now, the, the picture of taking a cross means you're, you're going to crucify yourself. You're going to carry your cross. You're going to crucify yourself. And then Jesus goes on. If you don't understand what that means, Jesus goes on to elaborate. He says, if you try to hang on to your life, you'll lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And then he asked this question. He asked this question, man, we, remember we did the series this year called uh, Questions Jesus Asked? You remember that? Maybe two of you. Okay, but we did this series. We're doing it again this fall because we thought it was so good. We're doing questions Jesus asked part two because Jesus asked some unbelievable questions that just would make you squirm. And this is one of them. Jesus says, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Man, that's a heavy question. That's a question that Jesus is asking you right now. He's asking me right now. doesn't matter if it's your first time here. doesn't matter if you've been here since we started 10 years ago. doesn't matter. Jesus is asking this question. What do you gain if you lose your soul? Is anything worth more than that? Tony Campolo wrote a book uh, several years ago called uh, Who Changed the Price Tags? And in this book, it was a, the premise of the book was built on the story where some guys broke into the store and they broke in the store and they didn't steal anything. But this is a, a long time ago, but they simply changed the, the price of all the merchandise, all the merchandise, the, the things that were not very valuable. They put real expensive tags on and the things that were very deemed to be very valuable. They put inexpensive tags on and people started to make purchases. People started to look and say, this is ridiculous. This, is, this shouldn't be worth this much. And they're like, oh, man, this is a great deal. I've got to have it. Look, look at the price tag on this. And, and too many times in our lives, I feel like that that's what's happened to us, that we feel like we're winning. And Jesus is saying this in this verse, that there's a way to live your life that seems like you are winning, but you are losing. And there's a way to live this life that you may seem like you're losing. It may look like you're losing, but you are winning. And that is found when you give Jesus Christ your all, when you give him your all. 
And so when I read this scripture right here, here's the question I have. Is Jesus worth it? And look, I want you to think if you've never heard that before, that Jesus says, hey, you go crucify yourself, and then you come follow me. You give up everything. Now, we, we've been church, so we heard it before, so it doesn't sound near as abrupt, but if you're here today and you've never heard it, you're like, man, I don't know about all that. That's what I'd be thinking. Is Jesus worth it? Is he worth your all? Is he worth all the chips? What about this chip right here? What about my money? Is he worth all my money? I'm going to trust him with all my money. I'm going to put that in. Ah, I'm not sure about that. Is he worth my time? Is he worth all my time? I don't know if I can put that one in there. My relationships. It's worth all my relationships. My family, I'm going to turn that over to him. Am I, am I really, is he worth all that? Ah. We start running through these things. We start asking these questions. Is Jesus worth it? Well, there's a story in Acts of when Peter and John, they heal this guy. They heal this guy in the name of Jesus. They heal him. This guy, they actually come to Peter and John and they want money. And Peter says, hey, silver and gold have a none, but what I have, I'll give you in the name of Jesus Christ. Stand up and walk. God jumps up and walks and then he's walking and leaping and praising God. And that's how we got that song. You ever sang it? Okay, we're going to sing it one Sunday. All right, great. So you'll do the motions. And so... The scripture in Acts, it talks about them talking to Peter and saying, like, who are you? What, how did you do this? What's going on here? And it says, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a great, a good deed for a crippled man? Because they were on Peter and John, like, who do you think you are? You're creating a stir, talking about Jesus. You healed this guy, but you know, we need you to stop doing all that. He says, do you want to know how he was healed? And in this, these next several verses, Peter gives us this, this, if you ever wondered if Jesus Christ is worth it, if you ever had this question, is he worth going all in? Is he worth my time? Is he worth my resources? Is he worth my relationship? Is he worth it? Then Peter answers a question in these verses. The first is this. He says, let me clearly state to all, the, to all of you and all the people of Israel, that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus the Nazarene, the man you crucified but was raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, the stone that you builders rejected has now become a capstone. It's an Old Testament reference about the stone has been rejected, but it's now the cornerstone, it's the foundation. And he's saying that's who Jesus Christ is. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no, under, no other name under which heaven, under heaven by which we should be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. For they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures, but they also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. And so in this section of scripture, we get four reasons why Jesus is worth going all in for. Here's the first. Jesus changes lives. He changes lives.
there's nobody else going to change lives except for Jesus Christ. He changes lives. That these guys, these, these guys were fishermen, says they were ordinary men, but something had changed. They had Jesus Christ. And they, they, they were looked at as being different. When you go to work, you are at work. You are you at work. But people see you and they think, man, there's something different about him. There's something different about her. When the ball field, there's something different. When you're, when you're in the, the grocery store and you're waiting in line patiently, everybody's getting mad, then there's something different. Because you are following Jesus Christ. You're an ordinary person, but Christ has changed your life and he still changes life. The second thing is that Christ Jesus, he's the only one who saves He's the only one who saves. He says that salvation is found in no one else. If you're wondering, if you're wondering how in the world, uh, why in the world would I ever go on? Because Jesus Christ, when you go on with Jesus, it's the only way you're going to be saved. That Jesus defeats death. It says, he, it says in the scripture that he was raised from the dead. He's the only one. He's the only one. If you ever wonder, and I love how Andy Stanley says this. If you ever wonder who to believe, or who to trust, trust the dead guy that rose back to life. I believe that. And then Jesus heals. Just as he healed the crippled man, he heals marriages, he heals relationships, he heals diseases. He still heals. And so whenever you are asked to serve, to give, to forgive, to sacrifice, to obey, to yield, to be humble, to be bold, to risk, to strive, to pray, to read, to witness, remember, remember this, only Jesus only Jesus changes lives. Only Jesus saves. Only Jesus rose from the dead. Only Jesus heals. Jesus is worth following. He's worth it. He's worth following. And I love how this story ends right here. That we see in Acts that they get the apostles together and they say, hey, don't tell any more about Jesus Christ. They get them all together and say, you did a good thing here, but we're going to cut out this Jesus Christ stuff. We're going to cut it out. You're going to say more about Jesus. When we pick up the scripture where Peter says, excuse me, where, the, where the, they're, they're looking at uh, Peter and John, they said, what should we do with these men? They've asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign. And everyone in Jerusalem knows about them. But to keep them from further, from spreading this propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in the name of Jesus again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them to never again speak or teach in the name of Jesus Christ. Man, that's hardcore, y'all. But Peter and John replied, do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. And they make this bold stand that day. Hey, we're, you know, we're not going to be told what to do. We're going to do what the Lord wants us to do. We're going to go all in. And they go all in. And God is constantly placing us in situations where we have to decide whether we're going to go on. You can say, I went all in 20 years ago. Guess what? This week, he's probably, something's going to happen. Are you going to go all in in this area? Are you going to go all in here? And in this moment, they had to decide they're going to go all in. And here's, here, hear me on this. They went all in. You heard in Mitchell's sermon that Peter was crucified upside down. He went all in to his death. Andrew was crucified. Thomas was speared. Matthew was stabbed. James was beheaded. Paul was beheaded. Matthew was burned. John 
Tradition holds that he was boiled, but he didn't die, so then they exiled him. There are various accounts of how Philip and Bartholomew, Bartholomew and Simon were killed, but they were also martyred for their faith. Every one of the followers of Jesus Christ, listen to me, they came to this point in their life, and they had to determine, is Jesus worth it? And they went all in, all the way, all the way. So I'm going to ask you, where are you at today? You all in? Are you holding some chips out? Were you all in? And I, uh, you're like, I'm half in. I'm somewhat in. I'm not as in as much as I was before. Because until you go all in, then you never understand that Jesus is worth it all. There'll be these areas of your life that you'll never know. They, you can only find out by going all in. You only find out by going all in. If you go all in, then you find out that Jesus is worth it all. If you don't go all in, then you never find out. You'll never find out. It'll always be a wonder, and I'm going to use a word that we hate to use, but I'm going to use a regret. It'll be a regret. So I want to go to the last. When I give my all, I find that Jesus is worth it all. And I want to talk about it for a second. And I told you it was heavy today. I told you it was heavy. How do you know? How do you know where you're at? How do you know if you're all in? Let me give you a couple of things here just to help you. Do you find yourself moving forward or do you feel yourself stepping back? When opportunities arise, and I'm going to use some things here that we don't like, when opportunities arise for you to serve, for you to give, for you to forgive, for you to sacrifice. Do you find yourself moving forward? Or do you say, I'm stepping back out here. I gotta step back. When it comes to areas of your life that we use, when we think of about someone following Jesus Christ, we use four words, attend, serve, grow, and go. Attend, serve, grow, and go. In your attendance, do you feel like you're going forward? In your service, do you feel like you're going forward? In your growing, are you in a group or in your community? Are you going forward? In your going and telling people about Jesus, do you feel like you're going forward? Or are you stepping back? Just, just a, a different way of looking at things. Now, when I told you that Leslie and I celebrated our marriage, um, 35 years of marriage a couple weeks ago, and we went to Maine. And I started to think about the, the night before I got married. The night before I got married, I didn't sleep a wink. You know why I didn't sleep a wink? Anybody want to know? I was scared. Anybody with me? I was. I was scared. And I know you're going to some of you. I wasn't scared. I knew she was the one. Who was one. Look, I, I thought Les was the one. But I was scared to death, y'all. I'm just being honest. I didn't sleep a wink. I laid in bed. I never forget. I laid in bed. I didn't sleep at all. You know what I started thinking about? This is the rest of your life. I'm serious. 
It's the rest of your life right here. I'm making a decision based on the rest of my life. And I knew dad, Leslie's dad had already paid for everything, so I couldn't get out of it. So <laughs> I just laid there at night. And I think a lot of times when it comes to following Jesus, we have that same thing. We know that Jesus paid for everything, that God paid for everything through Jesus Christ. But there's still a part of us that's like, ah, this is the rest of my life. It's the rest of my life. And I want to share something that you're going to think is crazy. Like, I was nervous about getting married. I've never been nervous about following Jesus Christ. I don't understand it. I can just tell you, it's the best decision ever made. Never look back. I've always thought, you know what I thought? I got that one right. I got it right. I got it right. Every time I got it right. Even when I want to pull away and pull chips away. And then he says, no, you got to go on. I go back in and I'm nervous about it. Maybe a little bit. I was going to, I got it right. I got it right. I got it right again. I got it right. I followed Christ and I got it right. Because, listen to me, here's why. Because he's the only one who saves. He's the only one who heals. He's the only one who changes lives. He's the only one who rose from the dead. And every time I go in with him, you know what I find? It's worth it all. It's worth it all. There's sometimes, man, I don't want to do something. My flesh goes doing it. But when I do it, I just think it's worth it all. Something will happen. I go, it's worth it all. It's worth it all. I want you to feel that. Like, I can't make you feel that. I want you to, I want you to have this, this faith in your life. You go, man, it's worth it all. That whatever I have, I'm gonna, and I want to turn more over to him. I don't want to step back. I want to go forward. And so I'm wondering if today, that in your seats, if you could just have this moment with the Lord where you're like, you know what? I'm going to go all in with you again. Well, I'm going all in the first time. And I'm going to pray for you, and the band's going to come up and sing. But I want to give you a moment with the Lord. Because when I think of a message like this, I think I have to do some soul searching. So I'm going to give you a moment to spend some time with the Lord, and then I'm going to pray for you, and then a band will sing. If you, then if you have a decision to make, I'll be down front. If you want prayer, come up and pray. I want to pray for you, whatever's going on in your life. I would love to do that. But I want to give you a moment right now. God, I pray for us right now. God, I pray that we would see your worth at all every chip every part of our life and Lord last week we talked about that you're worth trusting that we can trust you so my prayer today is that we would that we would trust you we would just simply say I'm, I'm going to go all in I'm going all in I don't know where it leads I don't know what it means maybe but I'm going all in I'm going to move all my chips. Because you're the one who saves. You're the one who heals.
You're the one who changes lives. You're the one who rose from the dead, only Jesus. And so, Father, I pray for us. Lord, I pray for those here today that have never placed their faith in you. And I pray for those today who have and have once again gone all in with you. Father, I pray for this time of decision that if we have prayer, that we would come up front and be prayed for or we just simply come up in front and talk to you. Lord, move in our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Would you stand and sing with us?